Discover connection, awaken sacredness, become empowered. Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio. Discover your spiritual gifts live. Welcome to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Live, show number three. We are your hosts, Dave, Violet, and Jason. Uh, we've had some interesting weather lately, and we appreciate your understanding when we've had a few cancellations. We'll be very clear on when things are canceled, and so you can rest assured that if it's not canceled, it's on, and please come down and see us. The center has been very busy with classes and visitors and clients lately. We hope you're part of those groups. Our guest today is Joy Gray, also known as Granddaughter Crow. So, welcome, Joy. Thank you for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me onto your show. I'm so excited. I just took a tour of this very, very magical, on so many dimensions, magical place. I would really encourage and inspire anyone, even if it's a little jaunt for you, you know, even if you are, you know, coming from a little ways, it is worth the trip. There is so many wonderful places in here. It's almost like it's created for everyone, depending on where you are, if you need the quiet, if you want the loud, if you need the fiery, if you need the grounded. I'm just excited to be here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, we're so excited to have you. Well, let's start. You have a new book called The Journey of the Soul. Let's talk about that. I do. I yeah. do. So the name of the book is The Journey of the Soul, The Path of a Medicine Person. And basically about this book, um, I'll just read a little bit of, of the back. And it says, The journey of the soul lies within. We earn the medicine that we carry. We earn the wisdom. We earn this rite of passage. We earn these things these things and more through life's initiations, the difficult times, the dark night of the soul, and the hard times. Once we move through an initiation, we have the opportunity to extract the greatest wisdom and carry this wisdom with us as medicine people. So basically, and then there's so much more in here. It goes into uh, some shamanism. It talks about um, the chakra system or chakra system, however you pronounce it. And it's just a really um, quick read, actually. And it's really inspired just by a lot of times when people move through life, they and they go through these hard times. They think that all of them are because they have bad karma or they're being punished or this or that. But I like to kind of flip it around. I like to say that these hard times are actually times of initiation, that we're able to carry that wisdom, that medicine. So, for example, in 2007, I had three surgeries on my knees. I found myself on my deathbed, unbeknownst to myself. I was, um, I had a staph infection of the blood due to the surgery. And so then I ended up in the infectious disease clinic, looking around going, what am I doing here? And I'm sitting in the chair and I'm like, oh, look at all these sick people. Not really computing that I too had a pick line and I had to do the, you know, go through that whole process. And then I just came out on the other side. And then when I turned around, I was like, what? Finally, when I got back to work after probably about nine months off, 
Um, one lady said, oh my goodness, I was so afraid because do you know that nine out of 10 people who get a staph infection of the blood don't make it? And I was like, what? <laughs> glad I missed that Google search. I'm glad I missed that. I didn't realize that I was on my deathbed. But basically, that time in my life was like me stepping off this rat race, this hamster wheel, this, you know, the treadmill, because I was going so fast. I was a single mom of a teenage boy working my way up through corporate America in an international company. Um, I had just got my master's degree at that part of my life. I was doing, I was working out a lot. I was, I mean, it would exhaust most people if I told you all of the things. So I'll just stop there. Trust me, there's more that I was doing. So I could, I was going so fast, I couldn't even hear myself think. I couldn't hear my inner self. And I, when I stepped off that rat race, I didn't say, oh, I must be punished for something. This is bad. I, I, maybe, maybe somebody's punishing me. I actually took that time to quiet my spirit. And it wasn't easy at first. I mean, I kept trying to go into work and the CFO and the CEO would like see me coming in the door and point at the door and say, get out of here. You know, I mean, I was like, huh? So I had to start slowing my life down. And I started hearing myself. And I could hear what I was thinking inside of me, where my heart was at. And basically, that was 2007. In 2008, I opened up Major Consulting doing business as Granddaughter Crow. And so I am here because of a dark night of the soul, those hard times. And I like to walk with people through these difficult times because a crow or a raven totem that I have, it's like, these are the times I'm not afraid to go. Crows and ravens are not afraid to go into the darkness of the void. We just do. We love putting together the puzzles. And so in that, it inspired me to write this book. And this book is first of a series. So my next book should be coming out in a little bit. The only clue that I'm giving to people is this is a book about the shadow. So, yeah, so I'm really happy to to have that. And um, I just learned that uh, Violet and Discover Yourself and Your Spiritual Gifts here at the shop will be carrying some copies. So if you do want your own signed copy, you can come on down. It's like $9.99 plus tax. And um, half of the proceeds of it go to the Eagle Heart Foundation, which I'll talk about that in a minute. You can also go up on Kindle. It's up there. You can go to get it on Amazon. And um, I always carry some with me. So if you catch me at the store or whatnot, then you can get one there too. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, you know, all of us, I know myself anyways, has been through that dark night of the soul, that, that journey that takes us within. And when we begin it, it's really tough because it's a hard, it's a hard thing to start with. And you kind of have to push your way through it. For those out there that might be going through that, sometimes we get stuck and we get stuck and we can't 
get through it. Do you have any words of wisdom to offer those people that might be experiencing this now in their life that are great tools? Absolutely. First and foremost, I think one of the reasons why we get stuck is because we need to find a community. We need to find um, maybe even another practitioner. Even if you're a practitioner, it's good to find another practitioner to walk with you during those times. A lot of times when we get stuck, it's because our mind is kind of going into what I call the coyote mode. I, I think about it like this. Every person inside of their head has a wolf and a coyote. The wolf is the teacher. The coyote chases its own tail right? So a long time ago, I went down, I did a journey. I'm, I'm a shamanic practitioner. I did a journey uh, into the lower world because I wanted to talk with the wolf. And so I went down there and there was this, it was kind of nighttime and it was a beautiful cabin. I was sitting on the front porch and there was a fire inside and there was all these mountains and trees that you could barely see because of the, because of the darkness of the night. And I saw this creature and I was like, wolf, is that you? And this creature comes out and he's like, yeah, 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 I'm the wolf, I'm the wolf. And I'm like, oh, I came down here to learn what you're showing me. Oh, follow me. So we ran all the way through the forest, up one side of a hill, down the other, ran all the way back and found ourselves back at that little cabin. And I said, um, where did we just go? And the wolf said, or this thing that looked like a wolf said, oh, you missed it. Let's go again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Follow, follow, follow. (laughs) After about the third time, I was like, my spiritual exhaustion just from running around, you know? And so I was just like, okay, wait a second, come into the light. And I looked at it and I'm like, you're not a wolf, you're a coyote. And he was like, oh. And a lot of times what we do with that coyote self is we're like, get out coyote self, those catch 22 thoughts that we continuously go through, chasing our own tail, ending up thinking, wait, I missed something, let me go through that whole cycle again. Okay, wait, I missed something, let me go through that whole cycle again. That part is a part of us. So what I did was I took this coyote, I invited it inside and I said, okay, coyote, lay down. You need to take a nap for a minute. And if you do, we will do some fun, non-productive thing like play Sudoku or, you know, Candy Crush or whatever it be. And um, I'll give you that opportunity to play those games, to to run around and think about nothing, to get nowhere. And um, because it's, come on, it's kind of fun doing that. So then I went back out and I called and this really quiet creature came out of the forest and I sat with the teacher within me. So from a shamanic point of view, um, to answer your question, when we get into those catch-22 things or stuck, it's really good to quiet ourselves, to recognize that we are spinning, to quiet ourselves, and maybe to do um, a threefold breath, which is like inhale is the first fold, hold is the second fold, exhale is the third fold, and do a few of those and relax yourself and begin to listen to your inner wisdom. And then maybe even do this, put yourself in a best friend position to thyself. Become your own best friend. If your best friend was coming with a problem like this, what would you tell them? And tell that to yourself. 
And if that doesn't work, come in to discover your spiritual gifts. We're here to help you. You are so good at that. <laughs> Segway, plug, it's all the same thing. So I, uh, I, I really want to point out something that, that, that came to me when you were sharing that story. Thank you for that, because that was really powerful information. The, I, I, I can relabel almost the coyote is the ego and the wolf is the spiritual self. That, that would be accurate. Yes. Yes. That's exact. Yes, absolutely. It, it, that when you said take a nap, you need to lay down for a little while and I'll give you something fun to do later. Yeah. Right. Yes. That, that, that we've, we're not going to get away from the coyote. The coyote's part of the whole gig, right? Yes. So we, we've got to give it something to do occasionally, but it serves a purpose. The coyote has a, has a job. And yes. that, that job, even if it is just to, 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 you know, spend some time doing something silly, We've got to have that part and honor it. You're not going to get rid of the ego. I love it. I love it that you say that because, you know, there was a time in the spiritual community that people used to be like, get rid of your ego. And I'm like, why? My ego told me to take a shower and wear deodorant today. You don't want me to do that. That's handy. (laughs) I'm like, my ego is what got me dressed. You know, if I didn't have a little part of it there, I'd be sitting here in, you know, jammy pants. Don't tell them that I'm wearing jammy pants, you guys. It's it's radio. radio. I I frequently tell clients... uh, you know, you, you need some amount of ego because the logical conclusion of no ego is that I'll give you all my food, I'll give you all my water, I'll yes. give you all my shelter. Yes. Which means I'll just die because I'm so egoless that there's nothing here to protect my continuing physical existence. Yes. So there is a level of ego that is needed when it's too much or excessive. Right. Um, it puts you in the wrong thinking. Yeah. I agree completely. And for me, uh, what I share with people often is that there's, there's a box that the ego identifies as your safe zone. Mm-hmm. This is the status quo. Mm-hmm. And when you decide to go outside of that box, the ego entertains that and says, oh, you're so cute. You want to go work out. Well, about day three, <laughs> when things start to change and the ego's like, oh, the status quo is getting shook up. Right. That's when the ego starts bringing you back in and you don't have to work out every day and you can go ahead and have some sugar and maybe only run a half a mile instead of a full mile on the treadmill. That, that's, that's how it keeps you safe and keeps you from changing. Uh, so there there's that. But the ego can be turned from uh, from the status quo and keeping you safe into motivation. And it's your desire to accomplish whatever goal or whatever you're working towards. It's the desire to lose that weight or the desire to be in better health or to improve your heart's function at a, at, at a physical level. It's those desires that take you beyond what the ego's resistance puts in front of you. I that's, love it. That's how you shift it from, from protection to, you know, from safety, which is the ego's primary job, to motivation. Yeah. Make your ego your amigo. I, she just made a t-shirt. That's a spiritual t-shirt. Copy, copyrighted. Trademarked. Copyrighted right here. If you'll wait one week, you can get one for 15 bucks when you buy your book. And it will be signed. And it will be signed. By an egoless person. 
<laughs> Which, well, but if that was true, then we'd give it away. Oh, yeah. Well, but the store, the store owner's <laughs> ego might interfere. That's, yeah. that's true. true. Yeah. Signed by an egoless person, but sold by someone with ego, and therefore <laughs> holds a $15 price tag. <laughs> I love it, you guys. And it's kind of funny because um, it's like the difference between an eagle and an ego, you know, it's like the, it's like sometimes we get so um, too spiritual almost. Have you ever heard the phrase that they're too spiritually minded, that they're no earthly good? It's finding that balance between those two. And so I'm just going to zoom in to talk a little bit about the Eagle Heart Foundation since I mentioned it. So basically, the Eagle not Ego Heart, Eagle Heart Foundation, um, is a nonprofit, 501c3, that was founded uh, April 1st, 2014. So we're almost up on our um, uh, fifth year anniversary. And basically, this nonprofit is. Um, it's two-pronged. One, it has charitable giving, and another, it does educational enhancements. And so the first initial idea was to, I am half Dutch, half Navajo. So 50%, 50%. And so I'm like the bridge that's the perfect thing to be able to understand both cultures, right? They think differently. Each culture thinks differently. Like I find that the Navajo people are more spiritually natured and the the more English speaking society we are very heady or very much in our brain we're very brain dominant and so kind of finding that balance between the two so initially what I did was when I founded this organization was I said okay Educational enhancement showing non-natives Native American tradition because sometimes you know people don't do that a lot. Some tribes won't talk, and I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that I have a big mouth. Um, and then taking that money from sharing and, and the classes that I teach and actually give to the Native American community the things that they ask for, not the things that I think that they need, which is different than history, right? So we have done, oh gosh, we my husband and I, Jeffrey Gray, we took, uh, we raised the money. We took a load of uh, tools and bicycles and uh, just just tools and such down to the Navajo reservation, and we have sent. Uh, to the Pine Creek uh, Reservation. We've sent them coffee machines for the elders. Um, we have sent like 112 pairs of socks down to the Navajo Reservation because they needed socks. So um, it's just really functional. There's more to come with all of that, and there's more things that we've done. But basically, half of the proceeds of this book go to the Eagle Heart Foundation. And so in addition to that, you can find the Eagle Heart Foundation on www.eagleheartfoundation.com and um, I really love to look at it this way and I think that this will hit home uh, especially for the community that, that you all are creating here in this spot and with this uh, with this radio show um, I kind of see it as the tribe of the human race if you go back far enough in any culture we all sat in circle 
around a fire. We all had unique positions within the community. None rated higher or less than. We sat in circle. There was no head of the table, quote unquote. We sit in circle. And so what I love to do is encourage the authenticity, the unique authenticity within each person and yeah, they may be different. In fact, they probably are. We are a lot similar. We may hold the similar mission, but there's many roads leading to, you know, to the essence of what we do uh, here on earth as healers, as light workers, as spiritually curious and all of that. And not all functions are uh, needed to, okay, I'm going to quit my day job and I'm going to go completely into the healing. Now, if that's your calling, go for it, go for it, go for it. I think that they even have classes down here to teach people how to start their own business and and the, do the branding and marketing. Um, but in addition to that, sometimes we are spiritual workers and we are placed, you know, to work in certain communities, maybe as a teacher of a college, maybe as a kindergarten teacher, maybe you work in hospice, maybe you work for the government. And I'm so sorry, you guys, for not getting a paycheck. My heart goes out to you. Um, just a little wanted to say that. I've been praying for you, lighting candles for you. And um, so sometimes we are healers that are set into, um, a, you know, a money marketing or whatever, accounting, and we can still utilize on a daily basis our gifts to help the people uh, move through that. So there you go. I love that. That's pretty awesome. And people don't think they're important if they're not doing certain things. And and we all are important no matter what we do. Yes. Whether we're ringing somebody up at a grocery store, whether we're working in a warehouse, we have the opportunity to touch people's lives, the people we work with, the people we connect to, the people that walk in. We all have that ability to do that and hold in an important element. Because if those people weren't doing those jobs... We'd be missing those things yes. within the community, right? That is really, really important. So yes. I honor everyone and what they do because it keeps us all going and everybody plays an important role. Yes, yes. We are all authentic beings working in this organism together called the human race. And we're just moving in this organism together as unified you know, unified for the most part, unified. Very cool. The Eagle Heart Foundation is a proud sponsor of the Spiritual Handyman Internet TV show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Jason's plug. Ch check out, <laughs> definitely, you got to check out the Spiritual <laughs> Handyman. It is so much fun. And um, yeah, if you do want to sponsor that and or, you know, sponsor the Eagle Heart Foundation, just buy the book. Come on down to this shop, get a copy of the book, and then you will be supporting the community that's bringing this information to you and also charitable contributions to natives. And as well, we actually do, beyond the native community, thinking about that we are the tribe of the human race, um, we collect uh, toiletries for the women children and transgender community of uh, Denver and if we have a couple of bins um, at Goddess Isis Books on South Broadway and you can just come in bring some toothpaste some deodorant whatever it is we will take it to the women the children and the transgender community of uh, Denver I love that I that's love great that. thank you 
love the service stuff. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Can you explain to people that may not understand, you know, shamanism and the shaman? Because a lot of people are like, what is that? We get people come in here and go, what is that? Right. What, what, what does that mean? <laughs> kind of give us some insight, a little bit of insight in that, just to help some of our viewers that may not have ever, you know, connected with anyone like that. Yeah. What that means. Sure. I will share that um, from my perspective. I'm sure that um, each practitioner probably has their own definition around it. But um, if you do the etymology on the word shaman, Believe it or not, it is not, does not originate with the Native American community. It goes all the way back. Um, I even heard that in Sanskrit, there is a word that's spelled S-A-M-A-N, and it meant uh, the one who knows, the one who knows. Now, shaman is S-H-A-M-A-N. So you just, I don't know, stick an H in there, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm the one who knows. No. <laughs> Just kidding. So um, basically, with shamanism, it is global. And depending where you land on the globe, um, you may experience different types of shamanism. It's not just earth-based. There are a lot of galactic shamans as well. But basically, what I see a shaman does is a shaman travels in between or between worlds on behalf of the people in order to bring back balance and harmony. So what does it look like in my world? Um, I work with a lot of um, earth, animals, those types of things. And it's like, what do you mean you work with? I don't live on a farm. I'm saying that like, I look at the different um, animals and the wisdoms that animals, or the wisdom that animals can bring us. Like what is the wisdom of an opossum? to roll over and play dead. What is the wisdom of a dog? Loyalty and unconditional love. What is the wisdom of um, a coyote? Right? <laughs> <laughs> the wisdom of a coyote is um, cookie crush, right? Or whatever, candy crush, you know, that type. <laughs> but I also look at plants. And I, um, I kind of like a lot of times people will come to me and say, me and my partner, me and my sister, me and my mom, we're not getting along. And I say, okay, well, what if you were a plant, what type of plant would you be? And if they were a plant, what type of plant would they be? And then think, do these plants coexist or not? You know, and usually the person will say, I'm a rose and they're a vine climbing all up in my energy, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> and so, but sometimes it's like, you know, I am, uh, let's say one person's like, I am a palm tree and the other person is a, you know, uh, evergreen. Well, those don't really grow in similar environments unless they, you know, maybe they do. But you see, so it's kind of like this is another wisdom. I have some people who in my life that I think that they are a cactus, which means I love cactuses. They have beautiful flowers, but I am not going to go and hug a cactus. I keep my healthy distance. The truth is I may be a cactus in somebody's life as well. So it's kind of like that type of wisdom. If I have a second, I want to give you one more wisdom that I work with with regard to shamanism. 
I look at the organic world around us and I compare it and contrast against the human race as a population and see if it fits. So basically, like for example, did you know that I have found that the human race is the only organism on the face of this earth that questions if it belongs here or not, that questions if it's worth anything that questions if it's allowed to grow, if it's allowed to express itself. Every other organism on the face of this earth, as far as I can see, knows that it belongs, knows that it should be here, wants to be its self-expression. So when I come back to the human race, I'm like, oh wow, we're really out of balance there. We need to remember that lightning does not apologize for being lightning, that a tree does not say I am misplanted. You know? It's really powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. So thanks for sharing that. That's pretty awesome. I love that. We're going to take a little break right now. We'll be right back and we'll continue with Joy Gray. So thank you for listening. Discover Your Spiritual Gifts is open seven days a week, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. That's at 5808 South Rapp Street in Suite 275. Welcome back. We're continuing with Joy Gray and her discussion on shamanism and what her path has been. <coughs> Dr. <coughs> Joy Gray, doctor. <laughs> doctor <laughs> Dr. Joy Gray. <laughs> just, just hold down my corner over here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny because... Um, I do have my doctorate, but what was really funny was one time somebody came up to me and they were just like, Dr. Joy, you know, thinking that it was just like a mystical name that I came up with. <laughs> and they said, why, do, why are you called Dr. Joy? And I said, because I went to a lot of school, you know, and actually my degree is in leadership and organizational development. And um, so it's very business related. However, it's also really kind of wonderful within the practice that I do because as Granddaughter Crow, so here's my intro. They call me Granddaughter Crow. I am born to the Bilagana clan for the Tachini clan, which means I'm a member of the Navajo Nation, 50%, and a 50% uh, Dutch heritage, which causes me to be a very much a bridge because I am, you know, half and half. And so it's fun because what I do is I am here to encourage here on planet Earth in the third dimension to encourage, to inspire, and to empower the people. And so if somebody comes in, I have all this leadership training and I have found within leaders that there are so many types of leaders. We've only defined a few. So then I help the person see their inner leader. Maybe they're just leading a family. Maybe they're leading a whole corporation. Maybe they're leading a team. Or maybe they're just standing up for themselves. And I can help them see that with big $5 words like phenomenological design and, you know, you know, all these big words. And they're like, I can believe her. She knows what she's talking about. So it's kind of cool. So thank you for remembering that. <laughs> it's really powerful to recognize that many of us have gone through so many experiences, whether that's in schooling or ringing people up or having taken some kind of graphic arts, uh, being an HR, right? Being a rocket scientist, but 
when you get to a point with your spiritual development, when you start to step into that or awaken to it, you begin to recognize that the collective of all of your experience has really prepared you for where you're headed. So for you, mm-hmm. being in that leadership role mm-hmm. helps you design for someone in their own way what that leadership can look like in their life. Precisely. Right? And for Violet, having a community uh, with an HR background means that she can be all-inclusive and allow everyone to feel the same and be welcomed the same way because she can she keeps the peace. She's that that link for everybody to be in the same place and to be at the same level, right? And and someone like Dave can satisfy that scientific portion, that analytical portion if that's what you're looking for. So it's the culmination of our experience as we progress in our spiritual development that that really comes to life. And you're taking an opportunity to help people connect those dots. Yes. And I think that's where the the true depth of the inspiration you create in others comes from. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's their information. Yes. You're just giving them another way to kind of link it together and look at it. Yes. Right? Exactly. It's, and, and, and it's so powerful when it's someone else's own stuff. Yes. Like, you've got all this beautiful stuff in front of you, but maybe if you just sit over here and look at it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, give you a little different perspective. It's it's beautiful. I love that. And um, <clears throat> so not only do I practice shamanism, I also do psychic readings. And um, that's what I tell people. I'm like, I am here with you. Thank you for allowing me, trusting me enough to allow me to walk with you through your journey, even through your dark night of the soul. You know, I will, I will go to hell and back with people, but I will not go to Walmart. So that's just my thing, right? Some things are beyond hell. Some things are beyond hell. It's true. It's true, especially for an empath. (laughs) But the beauty is, is that I'm not here to necessarily lead you. I'm not here to push you. There are other people who will do that. Um, If you want that, don't come see me. I am here to walk with you, right beside you, and and look at the lay of the land throughout your life, how this inner, all is energy. All is energy. Einstein says that is not a philosophy. That is physics. We do have a rocket scientist here. So, Dave, is that true? Is all energy? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, good. (laughs) So we got that. It's credible. And so the next thing is, is energy can be physical energy, emotional energy, spiritual energy, mental energy, energy from the past, energy from the present, energy of the future, parallel worlds all of this energy and so sometimes certain energies come in and through our lives either on a macro or a micro scale and so it's like how is this energy unfolding in your story that's what i do i can see the energy i can feel the energy but we start walking together how is this energy unfolding in your story and here's the kicker i love what jason said about that whatever position all of your experience has led you to the now 
And so um, work with that experience because you have a lot of gifts to give, you know? And so with all of that, it's like we all come into this experience. Now the reason why Granddaughter Crow will go to hell and back with you is because I have been there numerous times in my life through hard times. I know what it feels like. I, I approach you with non-judgment so that you can tell me whatever it is and I will be there with you as a friend, as a companion you know so that's kind of a little bit about what I do and I kind of wanted to also say that I read Jason's story um, about his car accident this morning and where is that located on your website or yep at akashaman.com a-k-a-s-h-a-m-a-n.com under my story it is powerful it is powerful. And to me, when I read it, that is the, he's a medicine man because of that and how it has changed his life, how he's able to communicate with people, how he's able to be emotionally sensitive to people, how he's able to look at things from different perspectives and grow. And so that's another example of, you know, earning the medicine right there. It's, it's true. That was the dark place for me. Uh, there, we all have multiple instances of that, but it, it's very much like what you shared with your situation with your knees in 2007. Uh, for me in 2013, it was, it was the moment of impact, that instant that, that shifted everything. And I was in the corporate world. I was making the nice bank account, running a Starbucks store, right? So I was immersed in retail and uh, uh, it, it was a big switch. I, I literally was no longer able to function in the same environment uh, due to the post-concussion syndrome. And that's when I really started looking for answers in different places. And as we all know, with your spiritual journey, when you start asking questions, mm -hmm. the answers start showing up. Yep. And, and just go ahead and look within because that's going to happen. No matter what, yes. there will come a point where you, you will get answers and you will find direction and you will find the way on your path. You will find that path. But that path is going to always lead you back to looking within. Yes. Save yourself the headaches of trying to get away from that because it is part of the journey, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> There's, it really is what we're, what we're here to do. But you don't have to do it by yourself. Like, like you said... You can have people that are willing to take that walk with you, that have been on that path, that aren't trying to tell you what you should or should not do. I think should or should not, are, those are dirty words. Mm -hmm. Should is a dirty word. There's no way out of it, right? Yep. So where are you headed and why? You're not broken. Right. You're having a different type of experience. Yep. But sometimes we need a hand to hold as we go through that experience. Yep. That's one of the beauties about this place is no matter where you are on your journey or where you are today you can come in to discover your spiritual gifts someone here understands someone here can can assist you with that someone here can provide guidance or direct you to a book or help you find a crystal or leave you the heck alone and just let you sit in the energy right <laughs> there's so many opportunities here yes it's it's the beauty of having a community that opens its doors to everybody yes there's nothing wrong with sitting with yourself and quiet and connecting, but don't hide. 
in the quiet. A lot of times when we're in a tough spot, we sometimes choose to hide, hide in our houses, lock ourselves in rooms, move away from the people that love and care about us. That the thing to do is to reach out because people want to help if they know that you need it. But if you don't reach out, if you're hiding within your home, if you're hiding in your place, if you're going that deep, you need help. Reach out, reach out, touch someone that cares about you, ask questions, start seeking. The answers are within and that's true, but you don't have to go through those journeys alone. And I've seen a lot of people that get trapped in their lives for months, weeks, years, where they've hidden in their homes and they haven't come back out after something that's really traumatic and that's not healthy. Come come back out. I love it. Yeah, I, I think something else people should be aware of is uh, around this table, we have decades of experience and we've heard it all. And um, mm-hmm. I, I just have to tell you, there's nothing that you've experienced, whether at the hands of somebody else or making your own uh, uninformed decisions, I'll say, in your life situation that we haven't heard before. And uh, no matter how strange, offbeat, weird, far out it is, I guarantee you there's 10 million other people on the planet who've done it. And you aren't alone. You're not the only one. And there's, there's not a judgment with this. The, the only thing that I can say is we can't do it for you. We can be guides. We can help you interpret your experience. We can be a sounding board for your ideas. We may produce other ideas that you can consider. But ultimately, you're going to have to do the work to move forward because you've created your reality to be in this situation. Now, I will never tell somebody who's ill that, oh my goodness, you created that sickness for yourself. Um, that's unfair. But I will honor the fact that they're in that position as a learning opportunity, and I will do my darndest to help them figure out what the lesson is and move forward, and uh, whatever that healing looks like. So um, don't don't just sit there and suffer in silence uh, for anything, e- even on medical conditions. You know, if you're sitting at home and you have a skin condition, first thing I tell you is go see a dermatologist. You know, things are moving so fast, you can probably get that cured. But if you're sitting at home with a, a relationship issue or a spiritual, uh, you, you've been jangled really bad, you, you don't know who to trust, um, then start finding people like us um, because we've heard it all before and we probably have lessons that can help you. Perfect. And we're willing. Yeah. We are, we are willing. And, and if we're not the right person, we know lots of people who might be. Yes. That's the beauty of it is each of us sitting around this table are from different places. We're associated with Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, but Dave has his own blog talk radio show that he's been doing now 400 episodes worth. Yeah. The granddaughter Crow works with, uh, uh, sees people, uh, walk-ins and clients at ISIS books on Broadway. It's it's all about having opportunities and having it in different places. This is just one of the many opportunities that that exists to make those kind of connections so even if it's not us reach out to somebody there's someone out there that you can connect with there they are there yes but you've got to try they're not going to come knock on your door for you yes (laughs) you've got to take action get your butt up off the couch we all resonate with different people and i've come to you many times for readings i love your readings you are so gentle and in your healing approach with people like you really do 
I really do feel each time I've ever come to you that you've reached out and touched me on a profound level. And I love the way you take simple stories to things to help people understand. Because some people want to give you these complicated, very big picture. And you bring it down to these simple, simple, simple stories that I still remember you telling me about. That I walked (laughs) away and went, huh, wow, I connected (laughs) with those beautiful stories that helped guide me, that gave me powerful messages. And so... I honor the work you do. Um, Most of us around this table are very intuitive, uh, very spiritual, and we choose very carefully who we go to, right? Yes. We have this, and so I honor the fact that I love to come to you and and get messages and direction and your high level of integrity and and how you carry yourself and hold your work. And so I am very honored. So thank you for that. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much. And like I said, it's an honor to be a part of people's greatness. I want to be a part of something great. And so this shop and what you're doing here is great. You know, Dave the Mystic, you know, blog, uh, um, your what do you call it? It's a blog. Is a blog radio blog show? Blog talk radio. Blog talk radio show. Dot com slash Dave the Mystic. Perfect. Blog talk radio dot com Dave the Mystic, <laughs> and all of the work that you've been doing, and also Jason, and we've plugged him with the spiritual handyman and everything. It's like I am honored to be able to be a part of each of your greatnesses, and you guys are part of me. Aw, well, we're we're so thrilled that. You came down and, um, you know, I I definitely hold a special place. I I mean, I really do. So I love love what you do. And I'm so excited about your book. Can't wait for the second one to come out so we can hear more about it. The Shadows. shadows. Hey, we got to go there. (laughs) It's got to happen. It's part of the journey, man. You you can't have lightness without darkness because Mm -hmm. then everything would be gray. Yeah. Not gray, A-Y. Gray, the color gray. Right, not joy gray. Not doctor. Doctor. Joy gray. (laughs) I love it because there is a balance. And this book is going to go into a place uh, talking about when I befriended my shadow. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 fun. It'll be fun. That's more than I've heard you release about it <gasps> up to this point. Oh, we should delete you, that. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm sorry. That's already posted on the internet. It is already out there. I I won't tell again and again and again. Breaking news. You you heard it here first. I love it. I love it. Tell us some about some of the classes that you teach, because I know you teach several different types of classes that people might be interested in and might want to check out. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I did actually do a stint as a college professor where I taught the boring classes, intro to business, consumer behavior, project management. Could you teach some more consumer behavior? Because some of them need it. it. Really, really. I'm I'm shop boy on Tuesdays. 
<laughs> I love it. I do. He loves his name. Shop boy. Shop boy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, you guys. This is so much fun. So, but now I get to teach classes that I live. I never teach a class that I don't live. I, you know, like there's a lot of esoteric wisdom, right? Um, somebody came up and asked me to teach a class on the Kabbalah, but I wasn't living that path at that time. So I sent them to a teacher that was. So I teach classes like uh, tools for the sensitives or empaths. I teach classes like uh, shamanism. I teach, uh, I'm going to be, um, my husband and I are going to co-facilitate a, a crystal, intro to crystals and stones and align them with the chakra system coming up in March. It's like a one day Sunday, you know, three hour workshop. And I'll be up, uh, you know, I'll have my uh website updated so you can go to www.granddaughtercrow.com and check it out um, I'm also going to be doing um, in July I am going to be uh, doing my astrology class which is like a six week one day a week type of a thing and then that's going to roll into the tarot um, I teach a class on uh, holistic integration which is basically aligning the four bodies of existence existence into that one because it's kind of like have you ever been physically at a place and your heart is somewhere else and your mind is somewhere else than that and your spirit's like okay you've got too much stuff going on here so I'm just going to take a back seat this class actually helps people to integrate all four bodies of existence physical emotional mental and spiritual and then move forward in the yes that one has a disclaimer on it if you don't want your life to change don't come to this class. I mean, it, it is a life changer. It's a life changer. What other classes? I can't think of any more that I'm doing. I love that, though. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, we should have more of those disclaimers on our classes. If you're not ready to shift, if you're not ready to make changes, <laughs> you might not step into this mm -hmm. class because mm -hmm. it happens before you know it. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. What happened there? Mm -hmm. Everything moved and shaked. Yep. Right? I love it. And that's what happens. It's like when we change inside, the world around you cannot help but change. When we change inside, the world around us cannot help but change. And so it, it starts right here, like Jason was saying, and, and each of us have been saying, you know, you go within, you do the work, you know, you're the one who does the work, we are here with you. Um, I often describe my job as I sit front row center to the soul's journey. You cannot, I challenge you to tell me something I have not heard. <laughs> I have heard so much. I have heard things that, you know, you wouldn't tell your spouse. I've heard things that you wouldn't tell your best friend. And this, I am a vault. It will not go outside of our sacred space when that's created together. Um, oh, I just thought of another class, Psychic Development. That one's a lot of fun, too. But you can check it out on my website, which is www.granddaughtercrow.com. And you can find where I work. You can schedule um, psychic readings with me, either at a half an hour or an hour. You can see where I'm going to be, where I'm going to go, um, and also... You know, the different shows that I'm on, then, you know, there's a little section there for that, too. So I love that. 
So would you share with us a little bit briefly about what to expect when we do schedule a reading with you? I, I know with my reading, I had some specific questions and together we, we answered those questions and, and, and that was, that was a fun journey, right? And, and it was very direct, but there, but you do so many things. So help us understand what, what, you know, when we make that schedule, you know, what, what are we, what are we doing? What do we need to be ready for when we come to you? What does that look like in action? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So the beauty around that is, um, a lot of times, and I'll just start it with this, a lot of times people will uh, try to align their chakras, try to do a cleanse before they come and see me. Um, some people are like, I didn't take any aspirin today because I didn't want my aureic field to be off, things like that. One person even said, is it a better experience if I toke up before I come and see you, Grandmother <laughs> I'm like, I will leave that in your court. Just show up however you wish. So first, you just show up however you wish. Um, basically, what it looks like in action is um, you can book a half an hour and or an hour. And when we sit down together, the first thing that we do is I set sacred space and I set my ego to the outside and I invite in the divine as it reveals itself to you. So I'm literally talking. If you talk with angels, angels will start coming in. If you are um, maybe a Buddhist practitioner, you know, all of that type of that Zen stuff will start coming in. If you whatever, whatever makes sense to you. And so then um, I will open it up and just basically ask you, you know, um, I'll tell you that time rolls really fast when you're having fun and in spiritual space. So the deal is, is, is there anything in particular that you want to look at today? Or do you want to just see what comes up? So we go both places. Um, I also do shamanic healing. And so basically that looks like you need to book an hour and we can clear your energetic field. I do soul retrievals, which are basically like guided meditations that I take you through and we find different aspects so those are life changers again disclaimer <laughs> this will change your world and um, so basically that's what it looks like I operate at this point on Wednesdays Friday Saturday and Sunday at Goddess Isis Books and Gifts on South Broadway so that's where you can find me awesome well thank you so much you're welcome it was so much fun to have you today it has been it has been fabulous thank you so much for making the trek down here and showing and sharing all the things that, that you do and and thank you for the the gifts that you bring every time i interact with you something cool happens <laughs> Yay. It's every time, whether whether it's a quick on the phone or a quick message through Facebook or uh, seeing you in person, it's just always an experience. And and it's consistently that way. I'm an I, experience. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Je Jeff, your life has got to be amazingly interesting, man. You lucky fellow. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Gray is an entertained guy. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so very much. Um, I love the work that you do here, each of you, individually and authentic, authentic, authentically. That's a good word. Um, I also just want to say to the tribe of the human race, thank you individually for listening to this program. Please listen to more of these. They come to you um, for your inner growth and will touch you in different places. I really am glad to be a part of your world, even if it's just through this um, this radio show. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, it's great to have you. It's great to hear about your book and all your practice. 
please stay tuned. We're going to have three of our practitioners here highlighted, and they have great information to share. On our next show, we're going to have guest Jennifer Lonberg, and she's just such a, a deep-hearted person as intuitive and mediums. Again, thanks for listening today, and have a great week. Goodbye. Uh, hi, I'm Nikki Milton. I am the center manager and marketing manager here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I'm here two days a week on Mondays and Fridays, marketing this beautiful center and um, making sure that the center is up to standard for all you lovely guests who will hopefully come and visit us soon. I also own a content marketing agency, so I'm a teacher here in the space because I have a real passion for helping the spiritual business owners in this community learn how to brand and market their businesses. So I run a business class series every year on branding and marketing and social media classes, as well as a full strategy workshop towards the end of the year to help you get your business in line for for the upcoming year. And that is what I do here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Hi, I'm Susanna Magdalena, and I work here out of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts in Littleton. My business is The Beloved Heart Source, and you can find out more about me at TheBelovedHeartSource.com or HealingPathOfTheRose.com. I grew up in Texas and started on this path about 30 years ago, which at that time was kind of rough. But I grew up in traditional church, and I found out that even though I loved church, that there were things that the church didn't answer. And so I had to move out to try to figure out how to find out answers to those questions. One of those key things was getting out of Texas. And this wasn't physically. This was getting out of Texas state of mind. So here I am. I'm here in a variety of different capacities at the space. I'm a reader here. So I'm here on certain days offering readings for people who walk in off the street or who call in and make an appointment. I also offer classes and workshops um, geared towards higher consciousness. I offer Kabbalah. I also offer a series that I've newly created called Healing Path of the Rose. I'm also here as a practitioner. I'm here full-time, and what this means is that I'm available on mornings, afternoons, and evenings, and that's the best time to catch me on Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays can be arranged. I do sessions in healing, I do channeling, and I do readings, various types of readings. Thank you, and I hope you come by and check us out here at Discover Your Spiritual Gift. If I'm here, please chat with me and ask me questions if you have any. Have a great day. This is Janice Dow, and I want to help you live a life of ease, joy, and grace. I help people who want more happiness, may be feeling stuck or burdened, may want more energy, or want to take control of the mental chatter in their mind. Our body-mind is very powerful, and if we understand how it works, we can bring about positive change in our lives. Change is constant, and you may be swept up and feel powerless But I can show you a different way of being. You can direct the change via intention where you become empowered through evolution and transformation. You can learn to be powerful and energetic. We truly live in an age where self-directed transformation and evolution is possible. In 2013, I lost my job. And when working with a career coach, I was told that I was unconsciously giving my daughter all of my vital energy. And once I understood the need for boundaries, I began learning about subtle energy as I restructured my approach to my relationship with my daughter and moving forward in my energy work. And luckily, I'm able to apply what I have learned to self-care. I can do the same for you. My unique approach combines brain and body-mind sciences with the unseen world of subtle energy. These modalities are the secret sauce that help you to move with more grace and ease. Each session is tailored to your needs. You can be happier today. You can be in the flow of the universe. You can quiet the chatter in your mind. 
you can do it, and we'll have fun. I'm at Discover Your Spiritual Gift Center on Tuesdays. Discover Connection Awaken Sacredness Come in power Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio